Okay, shall we clap? One, two, three. Can you believe I wasn't recording? (laughs) Is that true? This is Social Cues, the podcast where we go on a sometimes deep, always painful dive into the questions, why did I do that? And why did you do that? And what the fuck are we all doing anyway? I'm Mayor Fitzsimmons. And I'm Nikki Palumbo. And we are here to explore, discuss, and overthink every single thing we've ever done, said, thought, etc. Anticipate it. (laughs) (laughs) Things that haven't happened, and yet here I am thinking about them. What has been going on with you? What's going on? What's what's going on? Um, <laughs> a question I ask hourly. It's like my internal alarm. Um, oh my god! When you like instantly remember you're alive, and mm-hmm. you just have that like, where? How did I get here? Right. It's like my soul was like gallivanting somewhere, and it has snapped back into my body to remind me I have like obligations. <laughs> I had a moment like that the other day where I got really trapped in the thought, but okay. I was like, I am the oldest I have ever been. Okay, I have this thought semi-frequently. Okay, this is really comforting. It yeah. was truly, it made my eyes go really wide. You're like, I've actually never thought about time in this way before. Yeah. And then like, it's just self-perpetuating because you're like, and now I'm the, and now, and and now I'm the oldest of it. And now I am. And and now I am. It's like restarting a song constantly. <laughs> Again, uh, truly hell yeah, to yeah, be yeah. in my brain. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm the oldest I've ever been some somewhat often. And then every so often I'll remember how long ago college was. And I'm like, oh, heartbreaking. oh, oh. Okay, so it wasn't just a couple years ago. <laughs> yep. And we're like over a decade ago. And that seems wrong. Were we in college around the same time, like 2010s, early 2010s? Yeah, I graduated. 2008. I graduated to 2010. Okay. Which I can't believe I just admitted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep it out. I heard that like there's... The music you love the most is the music that was popular in college, but that is just cannot be true for our age group because the music that was popular then was truly awful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was a bad time for music. Yes. Unless, (laughs) like me, you found like Lady Gaga's Australian like album or not Australian album, but like I think that's where she was getting radio play in like 2008. Is there an Australian Lady Gaga? <laughs> oh my god. Lady Gaga. <laughs> I deeply apologize to the Australian community. No, I became like deeply obsessed with Lady Gaga. In, I think like 2008-2009. That is true. Lady Gaga is an exception. Yeah. I'm thinking more of the like Mumford and Sons. Oh, sure. That home song that like haunts TikTok now that mm-hmm. just should not exist. Right. Like And you're like this guy's back. Oh, <laughs> uh, the sharp guitar strings is how I describe it. It's just like such a zing in the ear that really makes me want to peel the ears off my head. Okay, we won't <laughs> play it now. <laughs> we can actually cut my whole playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, you are correct with Lady Gaga. That is That was revolutionary and huge. And I think I can't think of a single other like piece of music I listened to. 
I was kind of a, a little freak on campus in that I would listen to comedy albums as I was like walking to class. Wow. So I would just be laughing to myself crossing the quad. And I was like, in retrospect, why would, why, what did that look like? <laughs> what did that look like? Me and my little cardigan in my ballet flats, just oh. chuckling to myself. Yeah, that's real for me on like, because I listen to, I listen to podcasts on the train. I'm so unique. Um, <laughs> but when sometimes a guffaw will erupt and guffaw is probably too much. It's more of like a, you know, but <laughs> wait, can I take us on a tiny detour? <laughs> Always. I promise we'll come back, but I am inspired by this. <laughs> no, stop podcast on the train. No, I'm no, bored no. by that. What are you <clears throat> saying? Um, you like not being able to like properly calibrate like what your reaction is like to be like, and it was a guffaw. It was probably like I smiled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> truly, the other day, I thought I was making a face that communicated fear as like a joke, and sure, I said sure. to Sam, I was like, "Do I look really scared right now?" And she was like you're this is your just plain face no and i was like i was certain i had engaged way more facial muscles oh man that's so true i was like okay well back to the mirror to practice yes i practice facial expressions all the time yeah because i and i think i have i'm at a point in my life where i've overcompensated where now mm -hmm. all my facial expressions are huge yeah, yeah yeah but i think it's because someone told me i think this is like a memory that haunts me you're like i have it tattooed in my bones yeah. i know exactly <laughs> where i was what it felt like what i was wearing what they smelled like <laughs> i yeah. can i can paint the whole picture i <laughs> i'm like debating how deep i go into this. right you're like i actually don't want to tell this story <laughs> i was kicked out of youth group because okay. I, my facial expressions were giving disinterested and judgmental. <laughs> and you were just paying attention. Yeah, yeah. I was just like sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> you were truly just like, no, I'm, I'm hearing you. <laughs> yeah, I'm considering. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was fully kicked out. To be fair, I do think I was throwing in some eye rolls, but I was also a teenager. Sure. But I do think a lot of it was just, yeah, I was, I was not giving authority what it wanted which was undivided loyalty without question absolutely like true obedience like yes 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 i am in this cult yeah whatever yeah. you want yes <laughs> mm -hmm. um i'm convinced i have like one very prominent wrinkle across my forehead and i think that's high school me trying to look like i'm in i'm it's me and you teach <laughs> fuck all these other kids i'm here for the listeners <laughs> Nikki's eyebrows are raised to the roof of their head. <sighs> They're under my hat now. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept going like that glasses <laughs> meme <laughs> gif. Meme yes. gif. I don't know. What are the kids like? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Kicked out of youth group for yeah. um, not being like enthusiastic enough. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that's how I got out of like obligations. If I could just oh like, God. can I just show you my real face for a sec? And then like, do I have to be here anymore? <laughs> yeah, it really kicked off a lot of the people pleasing facial expressions that mm -hmm. exhaust me. Yeah, truly. I will say when it came to, so I grew up in like evangelical Christian, like rock worship band vibes. And I definitely. I'm a little jealous. I got boring Roman Catholicism. 
Oh my god, but I'm that's like so ornamental and like very drag. And that's kind exact, of gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. I from a very young age I was like, this is a show. He's on a stage. He's wearing a costume. Anything with a cape, yeah. We're not gonna be taking that seriously. Yeah. It was like the set dressing in here. I actually once wrote a sketch and it was just basically like who designed the first Catholic church. And it's obviously a gay man to just be like Of course. What should we be doing with the windows? Um <laughs> Drapes? No. Curtains? No. Multicolored stained glass windows. <laughs> I would love if people knelt more. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Why? Who is this for? <laughs> and we know. Tiny closets where you tell secrets. Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Gay club. <laughs> oh, wow. It's so funny. Like, I grew up so cultish Christian where, yeah. like, Catholics didn't count to me. Like, I was like, those are not getting there those first of all let's yeah. note that i said sure, sure, those. Sure. yeah there's hierarchy in christianity <laughs> we all know that yeah. i'm like those are not getting into heaven. and the further away you can get from christ himself is you're a better christian actually <laughs> right uh, yeah. right well i was like they like women too much because they like the virgin mary <laughs> like so that's wrong <laughs> they're giving her too much credit that's so funny Anyway, I was very interested in the worship of it all, but I think that was because also I was just like, it felt so good in my body to, it was like the only way I could dance. Because also I grew mm. up in a sect of Christianity where you weren't allowed to dance. Sure. And yet when worship came around, hop around, babe, put those hands up, like swing those hips. I mean, right. not like seductively, but like, right. you know, be moved. Like in a line dancing way? <laughs> very much in a line dancing okay. way. Yes. I'm kind of obsessed with that. Great. Yeah. They're like dance, but organized. It's so funny, too, because all of my crushes from youth group era, like usually I would base it on who's the most into worship, because that to me was like, that's the best Christian. OK, incredible. Very contrived, of course. It's never an internal longing. Incredible. But the best part about that is like everyone that was in that group was usually later came out as queer because mm -hmm. we're all like dancing. <laughs> This is my favorite part. Yeah, literally, though. The ones that would, like, rush the stage, I'm like, these are my people. Yeah. No, that makes sense to me. I actually, um, historically, and probably really speaks a lot to, like, my social, like, I wouldn't say debilitation. <laughs> but I decided not to be a person for a very long time. I thought it was safer that way. Sure. Um, I didn't go to a concert until I think I was, like, 25. What was happening there? Is that number true? No, that can't. That's way too late. But like I was in college when I went to my first concert and I truly believe it's because I went to church almost every week. So I was like, I get music. That's so <laughs> fast. What was it like the first time you went to a show? Did you like it? I loved it. I think I always had wanted to go, but that always seemed like a thing like the like friend group of girls that I was like friends with, but not enough to like be like fully absorbed into the group. I, I like hopped around from friend group to friend group, like friends with everybody could be whoever yep. they needed me to be in that group. Um, but not enough to get invited to like the ticketed items. Sleepover is fine. Um, oh, I see. The easy entry. Right. You were invited. Where yeah, they're like, yeah. But the thing that took even one extra layer of planning. Right. Where they're like, the well, we would have to have asked you if you wanted to go. And we already know that the six of us. um can go oh nikki that truly makes my heart kind of squeeze and twist in a way that hurts me it's okay you. i listen to a lot of music in my basement um 
and f- <laughs> great acoustics <laughs> for a b- brief moment in eighth grade i was like ripping cds and burning cds and charging yeah. my classmates way more than the actual cd would have cost okay um, capricorn entrepreneur mm-hmm. so i feel like that was a little bit like retribution <laughs> Like, not, like, consciously. I was just like, well, what would you pay for it? And someone was like, I'll give you $40 for that R. Kelly CD. And it's like, well, you should go to prison as well. Um, But sure, I'll take your cash. Wow. Yeah. I love that. There was a week where I could buy lunch every day. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Mom, sorry, I threw out the cold cut sandwich. Uh, I'm getting chicken fingers. Um, I the w- way I yeah. existed solely on Papa John's pizza, uh, cause they had, my school had a partnership with Papa John's pizza. Uh, I forgot you went to Papa John's high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how they name stadiums after banks. <laughs> I lived on strawberry milk and Papa John's pizza. And oh yes, those were together. And then after school, <laughs> cheese, it's a diet Coke for play practice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to get your energy somewhere. Oh my God. I'm a little disgusted by strawberry milk and pizza. As you should be. No, absolutely. That, those just don't seem like flavors that should ever meet even by accident. The way that was even just like, like no one was even commenting like, oh my God, strawberry milk and pizza. It was just like, oh, you got the strawberry. Cool. <laughs> I got chocolate. <laughs> right. And it's like, you made a normal decision. I made a normal decision. They are different, but I respect them both. <laughs> did you have a school food or really, I'm going fully off the yeah, rails today. Let's but go back. Did you have a school food that like had rumors attached to it? Oh, interesting. <laughs> what way? Like a, for me, it was the like burrito where everyone's like, the burrito's going to make you sick. When it's like, I don't even know where that started, but I it was understand. like, if you got the burrito, you were disgusting. Huh. I don't think there was like any particular, like there was no like rumor. I just had like my personal preferences. Like, okay, sure. I think like in middle school, it was like very standardized, like what they offered every day. So it was like, I don't know, Mondays was bagels. And I was like, I don't think that's enough for a lunch, but okay. Um, <laughs> and I think like Wednesdays was like a sloppy joe like man and nothing looked more disgusting to me than just like watching them slap loose wet meat onto a burger (laughs) bun and i was like i'm good (laughs) so like that was like my internal did other kids also feel that way or were they slopping it up they were going for it and i was like Mm. yeah that's something that could make you sick For my school, I think Sloppy Joe was also pretty infamous. But then Mm -hmm. the Adam Sandler Sloppy Joe Lunch Lady song came out and then everyone was like, I love Sloppy Joe's. And I think that was to me when I realized the power of culture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can be convinced of almost anything if a celebrity tells me they're into it. I think I just stopped doing that recently. I'm like, actually, I don't think I can be influenced anymore. (laughs) Wow. That's true enlightenment. That's not true. I get Instagram ads all the time. (laughs) I'm literally getting Instagram ads that are about free bunion surgery. That's true. Okay. That is true. What have you talked about or searched recently? (laughs) I mean, to be fair. You're like bunion surgery. (laughs) They probably are like going through my camera roll and being like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. You're sending a lot of pictures, and what if you stopped? <laughs> and here's the thing. The bunion is its own personality now, and it's time to get it chopped off. 
I refuse to do it. You either name it or you get it removed. There's no in between. If I can't get top surgery, I'm not getting bunion <laughs> removed. It's just like, I'm going to do the Dak Shepard thing of like, I'm not getting surgery until I can get top surgery. Okay. And it's also available to all. You're like, <laughs> I'm with Dak Shepard. <laughs> Stand with Dak Shepard. We are not getting top surgery until it's available to everybody. A true ally, Dak Shepard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a hero among men. Um, oh that's incredible. God. I'd love to move to our first segment. Let's do it. Okay, this is a segment called Why Did I Do That? That's perfect. See, if I had read it, I would have been like, and our first segment is why did I do that? <laughs> I think both are perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a segment where we break down the play-by-play of a truly regrettable incident in hopes of someday being able to sleep at night. Uh, a clearing of social sins, if you will. Fantastic. Do you have one for today? I do. Um, one happened to me uh, last night. Oh, this is fresh off the press. Not like in any kind of dramatic way yesterday i would call a very like social day in that i saw one friend (laughs) decimated i saw one friend had a second coffee and then i went to go see another friend's play okay that is a lot so i was like hopped up on like a previous social interaction and then Mm -hmm. too much caffeine sure so soaring poised for interesting choices (laughs) play was great ended up going to a bar after uh to just like sip my little seltzer (laughs) oh my god we're talking about like five locations at this point no four yeah yesterday i'm exhausted today if i'm being honest i was like i did too much yesterday i was like high on like the energy of like new york Mm -hmm. i was like i'm back baby Gotta take advantage. And then I just burnt myself out by the time I got home. Yep. And I'll probably never speak to another person again. Um, (laughs) I think I'm done. I did all of it yesterday. Yeah, I think you met your quota for life. I have credits that will last me. Um, (laughs) We went to a bar, uh, was sipping my little seltzer, which bars traditionally I love have loved to like have a little cocktail in because then I'm like, oh, now I can talk to people. Yes. That you kind of have to unlock it. Yeah. Where I'm like, well, if I don't, I'm going to have to think about everything I could say before Mm. I participate in a conversation. So without cocktail, I'm just the silent person who's standing behind the circle. (laughs) This is brilliant that you're saying this because I think it's rude that we don't get a full briefing of what will be discussed prior to going to any social event. Like an agenda? Yeah, I need yeah. to prepare my talking points. Yeah. And Can you just like, you don't even have to tell me everything, just like some of the topics. But also if you do tell me everything, that'd be great. <laughs> Would prefer that, but no worries if not. <laughs> just like some of the categories. Yes. Because yes. what if I start talking and it's about something no one else cares about and now I don't notice it for minutes. Yes. I don't notice for minutes that nobody cares what I'm talking about. And now my mouth could not be drier. And I have no way to end the talking because nobody else is stepping up. (laughs) It's it's like being in the middle of a dance circle and it seems like nobody else wants to be in it. And you're like, do I live here now? (laughs) And now this is my job? (laughs) I can't dance forever. (laughs) 
I don't even think I'm dancing well. <laughs> Are you enjoying watching me dance like this? Someone else, please. Are you guys happy? Please. <laughs> Are you? Is this good? <laughs> if not, let me go. Tears streaming down your face. Let me go. <laughs> So that's kind of what conversations feel like to me sometimes. <laughs> and I will say last night I had a pretty good run. And then it's the classic, you're saying goodbye. And I have never found a good way to leave anywhere. Mm. So I said goodbye to like the four of the six people I knew. Okay. And then like the two other people I didn't know very well were like, behind everybody else and i i literally got like <laughs> stuck in my body because i couldn't decide if i should just leave or if i should like get their attention to say goodbye <laughs> but like i would need to get their attention over a wall of the four people i've already said goodbye to yeah so this is not just like a how do i say goodbye it's mm -hmm. like a physicality of it like how do i put my body in a position that does the thing I'm supposed to do. Correct. So mm. my like the why did I do that of it all was I stood there for what felt like for fucking ever <laughs> and just kept like <laughs> looking at my friends in the eyes and then looking at the people I haven't said goodbye to and then back to eye contact, back to the people I haven't said goodbye to, back to eye contact and I said, "Well, there's no good way to leave." Um <laughs> And I spun around and walked out the door. Wow. This is actually gorgeous and iconic. Really? Because I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. And I wish I could go back in time. This is probably because we were talking about the Catholic Church earlier. But I am envisioning you whipping a cape behind you as you spin around to leave. I think if I had been a cartoon, there absolutely would have been a cape. And a, a cane would have come out of nowhere. And I would have walked off into the night. You have a top hat. You're like tap dancing. Out. Yes. I would have pulled it off like a hat rack. <laughs> Wouldn't have been mine, but I would have grabbed it because I needed the prop. Um, <sighs> and I like... I was walking to the train. I literally had the thought. I was like, why did I do that? Why is that what I said and then did? I could have... There were so many available options. I could have just been like, let them know I said goodbye. Okay, have a nice night. Leave. <laughs> you don't actually no. have to do a play-by-play -play of everything you're doing. Uh, which is my problem. But there's that desire to be understood of like, yes, I am making a choice to not leap over a row of people mm -hmm. to say goodbye. And yes. I'm just going to acknowledge there's no perfect here and exunt. Mm -hmm. I think it's gorgeous. I think okay. that, I mean, I absolve you of your social sins for oh, this. Thank you. Because I haven't been able to stop sweating about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to call out. I think if we rank this, mm -hmm. I think this is maybe a two. Okay. Well, I think what we're going to learn together is most of these will be a two to you and a 300 <laughs> to me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, then you go. Then you do it. Absolutely. Well, then you go back in time and you do deal with it. <laughs> See how you feel. Can you just pull the memory out of my brain? <laughs> Can we do that yet? Oh my God. No, absolutely. No, I, I say it's a two, not to be like, don't worry about it, but just to be like, 
the way that we create these deep fears. Mm -hmm. I think part of why I'm saying it's too also, I'm thinking about it, is also because I feel very charmed by your response. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it from you, a person I trust, and I'll never ask my friends about it. But here's what I'm not getting in it Mm -hmm. is the blanket of discomfort that I think that whole group, as in just everyone, Mm -hmm. always feels when a goodbye is happening. Sure. I think just as a society, we have not nailed this part of social interaction. There's no good way. Yeah. I have found... And as everybody is like, no, there's like a, you just say goodbye and then you go home. What are you talking about? And it's like, well, and here we are. Because I think there's this thing that I always feel of like, I need to tell you what you mean to me. Mm-hmm. I need you to know how this experience was for me. Mm-hmm. I need to my body to present to you. We're good. Mm-hmm. Like everything's good right now. Mm-hmm. And also there is the added layer of like the social rules that happen of like, a curtsy and a do, you know. Yes, absolutely. And that's where the the top hat comes back into play. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have to doff it. <laughs> yeah. You simply must doff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's also interesting that everyone wants to hug all the time when we're saying goodbye. Yeah. I don't need it. What's so funny about yeah, I and I never know who wants what. Yep. Me personally, I love hugs. I'm from like a family of huggers. Wow. But I know I've had so many incidences where mm-hmm. I'm like about to or I'm like, do you want to? <laughs> I have a friend who will sometimes approach for a hug to like anybody and she'll say, should we do one of these? And I've <laughs> adopted that. One of these guys for the table? It's like you've just taken like the word hug off the table. So it like Great. feels even more casual. Yep. That's good. I am like pro hug, but I know how divisive hugging is. So I almost never, I'm never like the offerer. Yeah. And that is like such a character. Like, yeah, that's like a person's whole thing. (laughs) If they are like a person who like just comes up to you and leans in for the hug and you're like, oh, we're doing this. Yep. I don't want to be that person. I can't be that person. But when people are that person, I think that's very, it's just like, wow, you're a warm fearless person mm -hmm. have never had a hug that I have not immediately panicked about because one I don't know my own strength I am terrified you're like I've broken so many of my friends over the years I true like this is so honest I don't know my own strength I don't know what's how hard you're supposed to hug someone (laughs) oh my god we need like one of those you know how, like, at, a, like, an old-timey carnival or, like, an arcade, you can do, like, the, the squeeze strength yes. or whatever? You need one yes. of those for, like, a hug just to be like, yes. oh, you're a 1930s, like, barbell muscle man. And you're like, okay, great. Now I know to tone it down. Yes, that's what I I need a barometer of, like, where am I falling on the scale? That's so funny. The other thing is chest dysphoria. So I think there's, like... sure. It it's so present in my mind mm-hmm. that like the boobs are there, you know, like I'm just like, and this is a barrier yeah. between you and me is that my boobs are here. Like yeah. who invited them right. to this relationship? <laughs> I think I've like had one or two hugs where like 
I have become sentient in that moment about just just it, that exact yes. thing where I'm like, and I've put my tits on your chest. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so much. And I'm like, well, <laughs> do we stay like this forever now? Are they yours? I'd prefer if they were yours. Could you take them with you? The way they stack. Yeah. <laughs> Just can't. Oh, we're actually. I'm actually done with these. You can clear the table. <laughs> oh, so then it's like I try to do maybe looser hugs because one, I'm afraid I'm gonna kill someone. <laughs> okay, but this is a, a a movie about an assassin. I would love to watch. <laughs> the hugger. <laughs> so I. <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone. And also, I don't want the feeling of the pressing mm-hmm. against. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm giving like a half heart. And then I'm like, well, I'm communicating half heartedness. Sure. And that yeah. I can't stand for. Okay. So I kind of just hang back. And the worst part, though, is when you're in a group and everyone else is hugging, but you're kind of hanging back. And mm-hmm. then there's like one person in the group that you're like, I, we both know we haven't hugged and everyone else <laughs> has done their turn. <laughs> But, like, I can also see in your eyes you're, like, cool if we don't. So, For sure. But also maybe I'm misreading that. <laughs> I think one time you and I said goodbye by just touching, like, fingertips. <laughs> the E.T. approach is perfect to me. And I think that's great. And I think it's, like, you just find what works for you. <laughs> I think, yeah. Hugs are so old-fashioned. <sighs> What's new? <laughs> Should we do this? But it's me holding out my finger like E.T. Yeah. And it's like, sure. Bink. I think that's good. I'm just tapping an elevator button. Enough intimacy for me. Um, that's all I needed. Ooh, too much. All that to say, the fact that you were calling out that there's no good way to say goodbye mm-hmm. is just a conversation we all need to be having. And I think you really brought that into the space in a gorgeous way. Okay. Thank you. I think that is like my classic coping mechanism when I'm like incredibly uncomfortable. Mm. I will then just start saying exactly what I'm feeling and how, like what is <laughs> happening, which is like crazy. Cause like <laughs> I never talk about how I'm feeling except when I'm like driven into a corner and I'm scared. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's the fight, flight, and over-explained response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll tell you exactly what's happening, actually. <laughs> because then maybe I'm free and I can go home. <sighs> Incredible. Uh, okay. Well, I actually feel better <laughs> now that I've talked about it twice. First with my friends and now with you. <laughs> wow. Great. We've released it. Do you have a... What happened? I do. I have, well, actually, while you're talking, I thought of another one that's just like a 0.5 one that I need to acknowledge, which is. Oh, let's do that. What you were talking about <laughs> when you were saying the like in the middle of a dance circle, like, is anyone enjoying this? <laughs> I was editing our last episode, and uh, yeah, this is a homegrown operation, okay? Mm-hmm. We do our own edits, we do our own everything. <laughs> <laughs> and by we, I mean mostly you. <laughs> no, you do the prep. I do the sure. back back end and you do the front. Hi, I'm Prep. This is Post. <laughs> <laughs> and we, together, we are a production. <laughs> oh, man. 
Anyway, I just wanted to revisit the fact that I was so excited to talk about the Flintstones in a way Uh that was so overwhelming and did not make any sense. And the way that you were so gracious and trying to keep up with where I was going. And the answer was I was going nowhere. (laughs) But just imagine me editing with a machete in high brush, just trying to find some sense of direction (laughs) some sense of what's going on i'm kind of obsessed with the idea that you have edited it to a place where it sounds like i'm the only one talking about the flintstones <laughs> oh yeah the flintstones john goodman <laughs> and i'm like yeah i don't know maybe and i'll never mention that i'm like well that kind of makes no sense because that's not even yeah. the topic i brought in but all right if that may- yeah okay if that makes sense in the edit then let me talk about the flintstones which we've now done for two episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Flintstones recap pod. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to bring up the Flintstones. And here I am still talking about them. You have a lot to say. I think what's funny is in the moment, I was like, first of all, that's the only thing I had prepped to talk about last episode. <laughs> and the way... I love that. I had so much information and excitement to share. <laughs> it didn't. I didn't say anything that was of any use. You're like, I had pages of notes. I could have. I was shining so bright. and Uh, Incredible. But in the moment, I thought I was nailing it. And I think that that's hilarious to like listen back and be like, my sweet baby one. We just weren't there. (laughs) Here's what I would like to promise you. We can revisit it in the future. Great. And I would love to do a, a, like a, a social cues redo. Uh, (laughs) But spelled redux. <laughs> Perfect. It's like, okay. And this is an episode where we get to redo parts of the pod that actually made us uncomfortable and we would like uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to apologize. And uh, yeah. so That's the season finale. That is my promise to you. I would be happy to go on that ride again. Just oh driving God. with our feet. <laughs> I think I'm going to just leave it there. Cause okay. That's not that the well will ever run dry, but... Is what I'm finding in that I brought in something from... <laughs> less than 12 hours ago that's not true but you know and like hot off the press like we just got that one to print oh i'm grateful i'm so current i think maybe that's also part of me like too afraid to dive into the archives of my mind yet i think that's gonna be the third time's the charm one um but Mm -hmm. oh boy yeah we gotta (laughs) tiptoe our way in should we move on to segment two yeah, let's do it. Uh, it's uh, a segment we like to do where we talk about a piece of media or even a foundational memory that haunts you or has completely informed your personhood to this day. Gorgeous. Would you like to tell me what fucked you up? Oh, yeah, totally. I can go. So this one is this is from the media, the culture. Okay. As opposed to a personal memory. Great. I would like to discuss the television show Next from MTV. Great. I'm I'm on the bus with you. Let's go. <laughs> this truly, like, of course, it is canon. It's a, you know, we all have our relationship to next. But mm-hmm. the way it impacted me was it stamped into my brain that, like, the first five seconds, the entry, the walk up mm-hmm. is the most important part of a date of any kind. Interesting. This had me practicing my walk. This had me practicing my stance Mm -hmm. when I was like 
15, 16. I was like, full length mirror, let me walk up to the mirror. Because the biggest tragedy is that you start walking and someone just yells next, which is <laughs> a thing that could have happened to you at any moment and you needed oh to be God. prepared. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Danger was afoot at any moment. <laughs> what if I'm rejected before I get my full body shot? <laughs> The way that I still think, like, whenever I'm walking up to, like, a group of friends, like, if we're, I'm literally Are thinking, you like, in next in your mind? Yes. Oh every God. time. I'm like, this. I'm seeing the camera zoom in. I'm hearing someone yell next. I'm seeing my shoulders sag and turn around and go back to the bus. <laughs> Are we seeing your, like, fun facts, <laughs> like, in a pop-up? Yes. And I'm so glad you brought this, this up because this is another foundational thing for Uh me which is having favorites having fun facts Mm -hmm. of any kind impossible what are you talking about a fun fact about me what do you mean fun for who right because my (laughs) mistake is always I just go for trauma like I'm always like well I had arthritis as a kid and wasn't allowed to sit on the floor (laughs) I think Yes, because often you're like, okay, but that's like not really a fun fact. That's just like something I didn't know about you. Is Yes. What do you, what's a fun fact? And then everyone else comes up with fun facts. Like I swam with dolphins in Ireland. And I'm like, I didn't even know they lived there. That is fun to know. <laughs> do they have an accent? <laughs> is it really fun? That's not an Irish accent. <laughs> I could I couldn't even possibly try an Irish accent. No. Yeah. I'm now convinced. I'm like I don't think I've ever like truly heard one for my brain to register how to like do output. No, I think my real intro to that is just the Disney Channel original movie Luck of the Irish and I Classic. doubt that was a great representation. A basketball movie? <laughs> was it basketball? Isn't wow, that... you're right. Yeah. yeah, didn't he? Wasn't he on the basketball team? That's the only other thing I remember about that movie. Is he the same guy that turns into a merman? Merman. Remember how they were like merman? Do you know what I'm talking about? Boys can be mermaids too. <laughs> yeah, like so aggressive. Um, was that the <sighs> same guy? Maybe. Seems like I don't know. There's like around. there's a whole class of actors that I will never know their names. Mm-hmm. But they all kind of look like each other. Yes. And I'm like, oh, this guy from the Disney thing. Yep. And I'm usually right, but I'm thinking about the other one. <laughs> right. It's like it's supposed to be Ryan, what's his name, but you're thinking Eric Von Detten. Sure. I'll never forget Eric <laughs> Von Detten. <laughs> uh, I have his haircut right now. I'm uh-huh. really liking that. It's myself. really working. It's very Princess Diaries. <laughs> it's yes, yes, it's very Princess Diaries. It's yeah. also giving the mom from Parent Trap. And oh, it's also yeah. giving soul skaters for life. It's great. It's very versatile. <laughs> Non-binary, baby. <laughs> I contain multitudes. I have a haircut where earlier I FaceTimed my mother and she was like, did you shave her head again? And I was like, just <gasps> the sides. She was like, oh, okay, I like it. I couldn't tell with a hat. And I was like, whoa, okay, I have whiplash. I didn't know if I was supposed to like defend myself <laughs> or be like, this is also a woman who's obsessed with calling me daughter. Sure. Like obsessed with the word daughter mm-hmm. and i'm like you could call me like your oldest kid she's like yeah yeah my daughter and i'm like okay i'm allowed to shave my head if i want but i did do it two times when i was not doing well mentally <laughs> the energy she approached you with that i just imagined her saying that and then saying daughter and then like disappears in a puff of smoke mm-hmm. 
And then your dad walks in with some paperwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a wig I'm supposed to wear if I'm to see them this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your relationship to the show next? Do you have one? I watched it. I think it's so funny that like you're that fucked me up is next specifically but i have been thinking about like that era of mtv reality shows in particular just kind of like as a whole and i think that whole thing fucked me up yes my relationship with next specifically was kind of my relationship with any of the other mtv shows like room raiders is like also what i'm thinking about Mm -hmm. a lot yep um the black light haunting uh uh-huh this thought of like well, inevitably, I'll be on this show, and how would will I have to behave? Yeah, and the cameras are going to show up without any warning, and so I yes. need to be prepared. Which, <laughs> I've never seen it still somehow, but I imagine that's what the Truman Show kind of feels like. Hell, yeah. I've had that feeling. I'm still not convinced that my life is not the Truman Show. <laughs> Statistically, somebody's life is the Truman Show. <laughs> yep. Like, it truly just has to be happening. Um... But I think because MTV is where I got all of, like, my early reality TV, I have, like, this paranoia that I'm eventually going to be on, like, a show. Yep. Or, like, suddenly there's 10 years of footage of me being not the worst, but not great. Oh, my God. The fear I live with that, yeah, the footage will come out. I'm like, what footage? No one. What are you talking about? (laughs) Is that religious trauma? As as I'm thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, like there's this omniscient, omnipotent, higher power that's always watching Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) like we have so much surveillance propaganda. Oh my God. Also you saying omnipotent. I remember like in elementary school throwing in words like that Mm -hmm. and no, like writing them in little books about, you know, like how you have to like write little stories in elementary school. And I'd be Mm -hmm. like writing about my dog, Sadie. And I'm like, she's omnipotent. <laughs> Just because I'm like, this is a religious word that sounds big and yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's All took- my pets were Christians, of course. They couldn't live with us otherwise. You're like, well, I want to be in heaven with them later. So. Yeah. <laughs> Say your prayers, scruffy. <laughs> <sighs> He's going to have to do penance. Um, that's so funny. No, I said omnipotent for probably way longer than I should have. It's like Great. one of it's like one of those words where you read it before you've ever heard it. Of course. Or had to say it. Like my classic one is uh determine. I read it for the first time and I was like, Dieter mine. <gasps> I love Dieter mine. Sounds like a kid I went to school with. Dieter mine. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna say it. Drag, Drag name. name. <laughs> That's my favorite game. Of course. I do think about room raiders a lot in a mm-hmm. uh, I think it really informed what I kept in my room for a while. Yep. yep. Which it's like, okay, that should have been like my safest space. This is so fascinating. What is in this category for you? What stayed and what went? Okay. So <laughs> I had a canopy bed for a really long time. Gorgeous. Wow. Because I'm my mother's daughter. Yeah. Like the fact that I got to like paint my room. It's giving Rapunzel. <laughs> it really did wrapped in the tower of femininity yeah i was like someday my princess will come uh (laughs) so quiet um yeah it was like a like a pink gauzy canopy bed oh wow Um, and like 
clinically i mean this is also what fucked me up my childhood bedroom for until i was like 12 or 13 was like clinical white walls ceiling and then i was allowed to have a rug but all of my furniture was also white like what was, was not happening i guess i wasn't allowed to have a personality <laughs> yeah sterile i could this do is why you didn't go to concerts until yeah later. i wasn't allowed to have posters i couldn't hang up posters so what's the point of even going to a show <laughs> A little bit i'm like yeah, well, if i can't absolutely. bring home merch what am i doing i didn't even know merch was a thing until my first concert <laughs> which i never have admitted what i haven't said it yet um american idol on tour amazing this is perfect um the taylor hicks Catherine mcphee uh season and she had laryngitis so she wasn't there and i was like well then why am i here with my mother is who i went with this is so foundational, Nikki, because I went to Christian concerts and stuff before, mm-hmm. but my first like secular concert mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> was in sync. And I thought oh. the rapture was happening because the encore happened. I didn't know on- what encores were, so sure. I thought it was all over. And then they start coming up from the ground and it was Space Cowboy, I think. Incredible. First, they have this alien that comes out that's like, rah, 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 and I was horrified horrified truly terrified thought the world was ending but i love american idol for you and i think that that is perfect i'm so jealous you got to see and Catherine mcphee owes you an on an encore i think so <laughs> especially now that she's like republican or something i'm like you yeah. actually owe me a lot um yeah. like just stop talking publicly <laughs> um you're like where's the laryngitis now <laughs> wow somebody got it a little too early <laughs> hey god i know we haven't talked in a while um could you do me a solid (laughs) this is social cues the pod where we wish laryngitis on Catherine mcphee (laughs) i'm sure people have wished worse you know what that's real a little problematic um yeah so clinical white walls but like then room raiders happened and i very much was like okay like yeah Oh, it'll be so embarrassing when they're in here and I have my canopy bed. So I just took the top off. Did this cause a stir in the family or yeah, was it okay? Yeah, because yeah. my mom was like, that's not how that's meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> like my neurodivergence doesn't fall too far from either tree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I need one of you to pick a lane because I can't handle it from both of you. Um, <laughs> and my mom being like, but my perfect daughter's room um and i was like i'm not it's not gonna be cool enough when room raiders is here oh no okay well that's a really nice upgrade but did did the room feel a little bare yeah for sure um i was allowed to have i had all of my like trophies from sports because it's okay to boast your accomplishments right (laughs) it's okay for people to know you're good at something um so i was allowed to really do that had beanie babies of course sure um yep did you have a favorite no (gasps) i think i collected them in like a like a i was like a tiny adult and i was like i'm (laughs) this is a good investment (laughs) yeah i'm like it's a collection they're not toys it's a collection you have to see them as the whole yep capricorn (laughs) formed almost no emotional bonds with anything ever um (laughs) why it'll be out of my life so soon (laughs) Why waste the time? Uh, (laughs) Brutal. Um, And then, yeah, I think I just, like, the fact that I then tried to, like, curate 
not necessarily like stuff but like interests at certain points because i was like this will this will indicate that i'm like a interesting person versus like what i'm interested in and i was like yep is that how everybody does their personality i have no idea this is i relate so hard to this like you do like a little shopping catalog and you're like it would be cool if i was into photography and like someone saw a camera yes no yes i love this is so i relate to this so hard of the like performance of a personality Mm -hmm. through the through the lens of hobbies of like what are other people into okay i'll do that but not actually being interested in it it's just like yeah okay you're doing that i'll do that yeah like that i think was most of my hobbies for so long Mm -hmm. that it took me like i i love sports because it's a way for me to like physically stim yes oh brilliant i'm like oh look i'm using my body and i'm i'm playing a little game okay yeah great (laughs) oh and i'm allowed to yell when something good happens that feels nice (laughs) and this is now we're back to me and worship (laughs) sure yeah you're like (laughs) i can speak in tongues (laughs) literally oh my god that's incredible and i'm like i love doing my little chants and stomps on the ground when i get a kill in volleyball and Uh, is it all that different no (laughs) no they're both kinds of cults (laughs) that's stunning um yeah i think it's like it took me a really long time to be like oh what i actually love is like walking alone in the woods (laughs) yeah i was like that's like a real interest and hobby i have gorgeous just hiking the way you can just notice leaves yeah i love that as like an insult hey go look at some leaves go touch leaves hey go check out some leaves (laughs) yeah i think like room raiders and specifically my childhood bedroom is what fucked me up gorgeous My childhood bedroom, I was sent to my room a lot as a kid because I didn't have emotion regulation skills. And Uh, they were like, go away, child. Come out when you've calmed down. Yes. Was also my parents' like punishment style. And like often I would be like, shows what you know. I love being in there. I can read my books. (laughs) Also, I was like, I can still punish you from there. I would like scream songs Mm -hmm. that were just terrible yeah i'd like throw some stuff i'd like bang on the walls oh and then i would absolutely throw stuff get it out of my system Mm -hmm. and then i'd quietly sit and you like i'm sure my parents were like what is our daughter's deal (laughs) (laughs) literally oh my god it's just it's like the sending to the room without teaching any emotion regulation skills and just being like sorted out on your own and then the panic that ensues is Woo, that was a fun time. I'm like, I was upset before and now I'm just really confused. So yeah, that's gonna, (laughs) it's gonna look a lot like before. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm lost in here, guys. You're my parents. (laughs) The very specific experience of like lying on my side, tears streaming sideways down my face, gasping for breath and then playing with that little boyoyoy on the wall. Oh, like the doorstop? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay a meditative practice yeah. i should incorporate that into my coping skills now maybe i, I need a little more boy i kind of love that as like your like rudimentary like sound bath <laughs> 
You're like, I'm using the tools I have. This is what works for me. <laughs> Just in a meditative trance. I have to do a little... <laughs> i love that your parents just always finding you behind the door oh yeah yeah <laughs> that was my spot because <laughs> i also like wanted them to get the effect that i'm like trying to get out behind prison doors you could be gone yeah like yeah. that i'm like right up at the door like ready to get out that's so funny i think my yeah retaliation sometimes was like well maybe i'm not even here i'll be so quiet maybe i left wow and that'll show you and then you'll just have one kid that's your failure (laughs) wow i love picturing you as like a little victorian ghost child just like haunting the home (laughs) just staring out the window watching them leave down the driveway to run their little errands a hand pressed against the window pane (laughs) The, like, gauze curtain, like, briefly blowing from the breath of your nose to, that shows you are alive, but just mm-hmm. barely. Yeah. And then I peel away slowly to go jump on my stupid canopy bed, hoping I break it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why am I not bigger? Oh, man. <laughs> just doing, like, WWE body slams on a twin bed mattress, hoping I could break my bed so I could get a new one. Heartbreaking. Did you ever get it? Does the canopy bed still live on today? No. Did you ever get a new one? I eventually like was allowed to have like a new bedroom, like my senior year of high school, and I was like, "Well, this seems too late. I'm leaving for college next year, dudes." Yep. So you know, they're like, "Yeah, we're really just prepping a guest room, (laughs) but you can stay there." Yeah. Um, I think what I've learned in adulthood about my parents is they're also like massive procrastinators, Mm -hmm. and like so. I try, I have like really tried to take things way less personally because I'm like, this isn't necessarily about me. It's that they just like can't, they don't have the get up and go to get stuff done in a way I relate to. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah we, we didn't have our dopamine juice this morning. We can't do anything. I know. That's <laughs> the thing is it's just like the whole parent thing sounds really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And I know I have opinions about how I was raised. But the reality is, like, if I had a kid that was like me as a kid, Mm -hmm. first of all, gorgeous, love myself, love my inner child, of course. But, like, the way I was so dysregulated all the time, I – that's hard. Like, that is a hard situation to navigate, especially when the culture at large does not have the tools or conversations needed to, like, know how to – love and support a child that has those needs so like i think it's just hard it's like i think about literally i would go into my bedroom when i would get in trouble because i was just like having a huge emotional reaction and i would like scream sing everyone hates me to my own little (laughs) tune that i made up and just i'm just sometimes i just imagine my parents like in the living room just being like what the fuck do we do with this (laughs) but we don't we're trying so hard (laughs) why why do they think that and meanwhile they're having their own hellish sensory experience and are probably immensely dysregulated and are just like i just need to send the mail and tape up this box i don't know why but forever i just imagined my parents taping up boxes with the loudest tape you've ever heard that's That's like my whole childhood so funny 
So now we're moving to our third segment called Social Cue Card. And this is when each of us is going to provide a situation that we need a formal social cue for. So like, what was I supposed to do in this situation? Mm -hmm. How should I respond to this Mm -hmm. in the future? Do you have one, Nikki? I can try. Um, So I guess ultimately my why did I do that could have used a social cue card. Um, And probably just said, just leave. (laughs) It's okay. Just leave. (laughs) Just go. Um, And then those could also be my words to live by. So I'm picturing merch of the Nike symbol and then it just says, just go. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, Available in the shop starting in November. Um, (laughs) That's so funny because I got to get it up and running, you know. Um, Yeah. yeah, So yesterday was like an incredibly like social day. And Mm -hmm. I also had a moment. I ordered food. Mm -hmm. Went to go pick it up. Everything was normal. I was like, this is going exactly how I think it usually goes. Um, (laughs) This is what I'm used to. You leave the house. You go get your own food. You're an adult. (laughs) Um, I got to the lunch spot. I was like, I'm picking up an order. They were like, Mm -hmm. great. It's over there. Okay. And I was like, great. I grabbed it. I'm ready to go. I thought... I don't have to say another word. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were done. Transaction over. And then the sweet counter person was like, oh, I didn't put a spoon in there. But do you need one? Because I ordered soup. And I, I did a lot of just standing and contemplating. Oh, my God. Because I'm staying yes. in a place that is not mine. Yeah. And I was like, do I need a spoon? Oh my God, Nikki, this literal same thing happened to me this morning. That's why I'm gasping, but continue. This is like, I'm truly, I was about to say, like, I'm bamboozled. I'm truly. Okay, yes. well, okay. we can figure out the social cue card together then. Okay, yeah, this is a group project now. And I was like, yeah, I don't think so. Should I take one anyway? This is what you said. Uh huh. Great. And then she was like, I don't know. like i don't know your spoon needs i was like (laughs) me neither (laughs) so what happened did you get a spoon i said i think i'll be okay and left (laughs) (laughs) and i really would love a suggestion for anything else that could have happened because (laughs) that one felt really wrong (laughs) oh and then thought about it on my walk home and i was like Okay, so what she saw was I seemed normal. I picked up food and then I fell apart when she asked me if I needed a spoon. Well, this is the problem is that she deviated from the script that was supposed to yeah, happen. Yeah, I thought we were done. And then the sp- a spoon would have been my problem privately later on. But <laughs> we had to deal with it in a public arena. <laughs> the store that nobody else was in. But I was just like, but the windows were huge. So it felt like there was audience and there was pressure. Oh, And my I God. was just like frozen. I was like, I don't know. Should I take one anyway? Our brains need time to shift from automatic to manual. Yeah. It's like we're on autopilot, like, okay, this is the thing. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, actually, this is a new little spin. Yeah. This is a brand new event. I was expecting the train to go express. And then suddenly it was like, we will be going local for the next three stops. And I was like, oh, this is going to take longer. Yep. Oh, but I have to pee. 
Yes, and also I need time to adjust to this yeah. information. It's like, oh, I thought something different was happening, and now, uh, oh, we're off-roading. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, so this literally happened to me this morning. I was going to say this as my social cue because... <laughs> I love this. Incredible. Okay, I, I went to a coffee shop. I ordered iced coffee, cold brew. <clears throat> Excuse me. I ordered cold brew because I'm that bitch. Okay, so you're on the moon. Yeah, I'm on the moon. That's yeah. why I'm like... Da, 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 da. Um, okay. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Worship. Okay, so... I order it. I pay. I'm standing, waiting for it. The barista looks at me and they go, do you want a milk in this? Like an almond milk, mm -hmm. whatever. Instantly derailed, instantly panicking because the reality is, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Which is actually a, a great answer. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But this is the problem is that this coffee shop, they make their own almond milk and that's and they don't have oat milk, which oat milk is usually oh, my go-to. So yeah. now I'm also panicking because I'm like, do I want their homemade almond milk? And mm -hmm. I can't remember if I like it or not. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, I do like a little milk in the cold brew. And then I realize, well, I didn't pay for the extra milk. So I respond, I don't want to put you out. <laughs> Like you've asked to crash on their couch. <laughs> like you've shown up at their home holding an unmilked coffee. Yeah. And you're like, oh, can I stay? Um, I don't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> Here's the thing, too, that we have to remember is that it's not like they were like, oh, do you want milk? Like almond milk. And I say, oh, I don't want to put you out. It's not like a cute little like, ha, 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 ha. It's mm -hmm. like they say this. To a blank face, mm -hmm. it takes me a very long time to respond. Yeah. They're seeing me struggle mm -hmm. because all of these thoughts are coming to my head. So they're like, "Do you want? Do you want milk? Like an almond milk?" Mm -hmm. Silence. <laughs> blank face. Yeah, I don't want to put you out. <laughs> <laughs> Which could maybe be read as like incredibly sarcastic. Well, and then the worst part about it is it was immensely unhelpful because then right. they're like, I don't care. You know, like Do they're you like, want it or not. Yeah. Right. Like now you have put me out by me having to yeah. pause even longer yeah. to figure this fucking shit out. So then I just decide <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, no, I think I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. But like there's still something lingering in the air of like, are you just okay? Or like, do you want it? Cause it's fine. You know, cause right. now I've said this thing of like, well, I'm doing this to please you. And they're yeah. like, no. <laughs> just... Anyway, I didn't get the milk, but I was okay. very much in the same situation of what do, what now, should I? <laughs> now what do I say? Yeah. So I guess the social cue card for this one is no, thank you. <laughs> in both situations. Okay. I think that's Yes. I think that's, like, the incredibly normal, like, I will probably say it in the future. Just like, oh, no, I'm good. Th no, thank you. Um, but I th I like the idea of having, like, a wild card social cue card. <laughs> okay. And my brain was like, oh, I think that one says, surprise me. <laughs> <gasps> Gorgeous. Because what if we were fun? <laughs> oh, that's fun. Doesn't that, is that fun. have the energy of, like... Um, a woman in her 60s who like yeah. wears like loose flowing beautiful clothes yes and she's playful in that way surprise yes. me there's like a, a brush of the fingers 
Yes, there's, well, surprise Kim me. Cattrall is who I'm thinking of. <laughs> yes. Surprise mm. me. Oh, wow. That's a person I want to embody in my life. Yeah. I would like to try that person on for a, an interaction. An all, all day. Exhausting. I can't possibly, don't have enough spoons. Um. <laughs> I'm now, like, picturing a full... First of all, me walking into the coffee shop like Kim Cattrall, which is very next of me, of like the like, right? You're like, here's like, my no walk. No one's nexting that. Yes, correct. I'm ordering the coffee. <laughs> They're like, oh, do you want to surprise me? Wow. <laughs> I'm so happy yeah. about this. Okay. So what I'll say is, no, thank you. Um, but what I'll want to try is surprise me. Wow. Which is gorgeous. So goofy to say about a spoon for soup. <laughs> she gives me a knife and I'm like, okay, flirting? Okay, a choice. <laughs> okay, are we dating? <laughs> a knife? Oh, oh my God. You've heightened my game. Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm truly thrilled. Um, we like to close every episode with some words to live by. These are created absolutely on the spot without any forethought whatsoever. And sometimes they make sense and are really thoughtful. And sometimes they just are what they are. Mm -hmm. um, Nikki, do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? Yeah, I've got some words to live by. Okay. <laughs> this is Nikki's words to live by in three, two, one. Sometimes. <laughs> it always starts with sometimes well i can't make a blanket statement that would be wrong <laughs> okay, it three, wouldn't be two, accurate one, go. sometimes it helps to know what you want gorgeous <laughs> good i can't wait to make a series of merch that says just go <laughs> All with a Nike logo. Surprise me. <laughs> I also uh, want to bring back Infinite Uncles from last episode. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Still with the Nike logo. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's perfect. All right. What are your words to live by on the spot? Or you've secretly written them down, but I can't tell where your eyes are looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Count me in. Okay. Three, two, one. When it goes, it goes. <laughs> Uh, and you've always said, when it goes, it goes. <laughs> and I think uh, both of those could have been answers to, do you want milk? <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>